This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hey, everyone, it's Joe. And it's Nat. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Better with Age. What's up, YV? Not that much. I like when we record our podcast. Yeah. Why it's do you like it? Day of the week. Favorite day of the week. Oh, boy, that doesn't say much for the other days of the week. I'm in trouble. Should I start consulting a divorce attorney? Uh, like, am, I, am I not meeting your needs? No, you're not? right next to me. So, OK, I got it. All right. So it's an added bonus because I'm it next to you. OK, bonus. I got it. Glad you clarified that. All right. So what do we want to talk about today? Let, what, what do we get? We got something good today. So before we get into it, I have a question for you. Are you do you feel stuck? Is there something you really want in your life or something that you're experiencing that you really don't want? And you know you need to make a change, but there's something holding you back. It's like this dreaded weight that's on your back, really slowing you down and preventing you from what you know you need to do or what you want to do. But let's be honest, you're just scared shitless. Well, if that resonates with you, you're going to love this because today we're going to talk about taking a leap of faith. Yes, and so what you need to understand is that in life, very often we are we find ourselves at crossroads. Right. And it's like, you know, if we make this decision, we're going to go down this road. And, and that's usually the decision that keeps us comfortable, keeps us in a relationship, a job, a situation that is just familiar. It's kind of like the devil that we don't know. And then if we make this other choice of decision, we're going to go down this different road that could lead to what we really want. But there's no guarantee. And the idea of making that choice or decision is just scary as hell. Yeah. So have you ever experienced anything in your life like that where you took that leap of faith or or maybe you didn't? And you look back now and say, hey, you know what? I regret it. I think I should have. Yeah. And for me, it's the latter. Um there have been so many times in my life when I could have taken that leap of faith and I didn't. I took the easy way out. I stayed in my little box. I stayed in my comfort zone and I sit back, not with regret because I love the, the journey of my life and where I am now. But I always wonder what more I could have done or more I could accomplish on top of what I've already done. And taking that easy way out is what most people do. Um, and I'm guilty of it. And sometimes I wonder. No, I told you, I'm so <laughs> glad you share that. And if you're listening to this, you can probably relate, right? There's things looking back now, you know what? I should have left. I should have done this. What would have happened if I had done that? And I think getting to the point where you're at is like, you know what? I can't go back and change time. Because I think so many of us, like my mother, she's 83. She's still, I should have done this. I could have yeah. done that. And she's always would have, should have, could have all over herself. And I'm like, but you did the best you could at that moment. What good is going back and beating yourself up over, you know, the things you should have or could have done. But I think getting to the point where it's like, you know what? Yeah. I could have done some things different and maybe I even should have. And I look back now wishing I would have, but I can't go back and change that. 
but what can I do now? And I think it's using our past to learn and grow from that will help us go forward to make those leap of faith when it is appropriate. Because I think that's really important is that, you know, one of the things I've learned in my journey, there's a difference between reckless courage and necessary courage. Mm -hmm. And taking a leap of faith, let's face it, what it is, it's really courage. It's really taking a, an act of courage to move towards your heart's desire. And as we said, that's very scary. And very often, you know, our brain and our nervous system, which is designed to protect us, right? Fight or flight goes, fuck that. Stay here. <laughs> we know what it's like here. It's kind of comfortable here. What's going to happen if we really leave, you know, and we work a lot of women in the, you know, single dating world. And so many of them stayed in marriages or relationships Way too long. for decades. We're not talking months or, you know, even years, sometimes decades, because they were afraid of leaving and they were afraid of taking that leap of faith. And it's invariably those who finally did get to the point. And it's like, you know what? I should have done that years before. Yeah. And I think that's when you have a desire in your heart and you follow and you listen to it and you take that leap of faith, that's necessary courage. That's where this courage right now is necessary for me to take that leap of faith. That's going to take me towards what I desire. And it's called faith for that reason, because there's no guarantee. And I think as human beings, we very often want to guarantee, well, how do I know it's going to work out? You don't. Right. You don't. Right. But that's where you trust that little voice, your intuition, your higher self to go. This is what I'm really feeling called to do. This is what I know in my heart, my soul, I need to do. And even though it's scary, I'm going to do it. Right. And as I said, in my past, I've stayed in my comfort zone, um, unfortunately. But this guy right next to me has not. There have been many times where he's taken a leap of faith. And tell them about that. You know, we, we were talking about that before, you know, we were kind of going over the notes for this for this podcast. And I'm like, OK, let me look back. And and I think there were three major times in my life where I took that leap of faith. The first I remember was when I was in eighth grade. Now, I grew up, you know, as we talked about, I grew up, you know, went to Catholic school, Italian Catholic, went to Catholic school from kindergarten mm -hmm. to eighth grade. And, you know, where I grew up in New Jersey, that when you go to Catholic school, most kids want to go to Catholic high school, most kids. And so there was one big school that was like, you know, throughout your, your grammar school experience, it's like, I want to go here. I want to go. Bergen Catholic was the school. I want to go to Bergen Catholic. Like that's where all, you know, the kids that you look, looked up to and admired, that's where they went. And so it's like, I want to go to Bergen Catholic. And I got accepted to Bergen Catholic, but none of my close friends did. And it's like, what do I do? And I remember my parents, you know, it's just funny how you just remember things. Like <laughs> I go back to that time and my parents are like, you know what? It's your journey. It's like, you know, you have to decide what you want to do because this is the decision that you're going to look back on one day and be grateful that you made or look back with regret. And we, we're not going to tell you what to do. And I look back and I'm so grateful they did that. Because in that moment, there was just that something inside of me going, you know, I worked so hard and I wanted this for so long. And I remember saying to myself, if these kids are really my friends, we'll stay friends. Just because we go to different schools, high schools, doesn't mean our friendship should end. And if it would end, then we weren't as good as friends as I thought. Right. And, you know, some of those kids, you know, two of the kids that I remained friends until one moved. And then I made 
new friends, you know, and, you know, my best friend, best man at my wedding was somebody I met in high school and we've got an amazing friendship. And I would not have had that friendship if I didn't take that leap of faith and all the good things that came out. So that was the first one. Number two. And the second one <laughs> was walking away from my engagement 28 days before walking down the aisle. You want to talk about a leap of faith. Like I knew I should have left a long time ago, but I was scared. You know, I was afraid of walking. I was afraid of, you know, what others were going to think of me because, you know, everybody around me knew I was making the wrong decision um, and having to listen to everybody. And it was also the fear of, you know, I want to get married. I wanted to have kids like that's important to me. I grew up with that Italian Catholic family and, and everybody around me was getting married and having kids. And I wanted that, too. So it was walking away from, well, what if I never find it? What if I never have it? What if I'm alone? Like I'm so close, but I knew in my heart I was settling. So I knew I had to walk away and take that leap of faith. And I look back now and I am so grateful for that. Not just because I found you, <laughs> but of course, because I learned so much about myself and about life. And once I was out of that relationship, I was I learned so much about myself, my choices, my decisions, and how important it is to listen to yourself. And, and we wouldn't be doing the work we do today. Yeah, exactly. If I didn't go through that. Mm -hmm. So that was the second one. And the third one was when I walked away from my career as being a chiropractor. And you want to talk about taking a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I mean, now I'm going to go to help others find love. Like, you don't go to school for that. And I'm like, I've got a wife, I've got a family, I've got mortgage, car payments, like all this stuff that I've got to take care of. What if it doesn't work? Like I went and spent four years of my life studying to be a chiropractor. I spent a lot of money in, in my education and now I'm going to walk away from that. Now, I'm not going to tell you that I made a decision to take a leap of faith. I put a, you know, a closed sign on my door <laughs> no, no, no. and was, walked away. It was it, a transition. It, it was a transition <laughs> period because I wanted to do everything to make sure that I was taking a leap of faith that I was pretty confident was going to lead to where, where I wanted to go. So taking a leap of faith, again, isn't being re reckless. This isn't okay. Waking up one day and going, you know what? I've got a family, I've got a practice, but fuck it. I'm going to just follow my heart and then just make this decision. Cause there are ramifications to the choices and decisions you make. So you have to sometimes look at all aspects of it and then decide, okay, what is it that I really want? And that's, that's what I learned from that leap of faith is really to see all the sides of it and then go, okay, what do I know to be true in my heart? And then take that leap of faith. And it, and it was a slow leap of faith. As you said, it was a transition. Right. And one thing I'm going to backtrack a little on what I said before saying that I never took a leap of faith, but in all reality, you know, we were married. That leap of faith wasn't just his, it was ours. So, you know, uh, there was a, like Joe said, there was a ramifications all around. There was a lot of things to look at and being partners, being in a marriage, it affects everybody. So that was a big leap of faith for me too. Bigger for him because he was leaving everything that he knew, like what he studied, what he went to school for, what he'd been doing for long time, very long time. But again, being in a relationship, that's it, it's it's for both of you. And and yeah, yeah and I could have easily been like, I don't know about that. No, <laughs> and, and that's one of the things that helped me take that leap of faith 
is because you were supporting me yeah. and I knew that there had to have been stuff going on for you. Like, you know, well, what if it doesn't happen? And, you know, we have kids to feed and, and bills and what are yeah. we going to do? And what if it doesn't work out? And so I, I totally get that because I had a friend of mine who went through something similar mm -hmm. and he did not get the support and it actually ruined his marriage. And it didn't work out because he had to make choices, decisions as a result of that. So I'm so grateful for you, for, you know, your love and support and allowing me to take that leap of faith and for you taking a leap of faith as well. And that's something when, you know, for those of you who are in a relationship, know that sometimes when you truly love someone, you've got to take that leap of faith to trust them that they know what they're doing. And you also have to walk that fine line to kind of protect them. Right. Uh, so I'm thinking of the time where I was looking into Scientology. Oh God! <laughs> right. We Ugh. we we were engaged already, right? I think, and we were, you know, getting married. And somebody—I don't remember even who it was. No, I had I had a coach or a mentor at the time who was <laughs> the scientist, and he wasn't like you know did the whole recruiting, but he just was sharing things with. And at that point, that's when I started my journey to you know, the things that I was indoctrinated with, I'm like, wait, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. There needs to be more. And I started questioning things. So he came along at, at the time to start inviting me to, hey, you know, come to, I guess, meetings, whatever they were called. And, you know, and we were talking about we that. We had a conversation about it. And I was just not on board with that. And I, you know, I did my research and I, you know, before I brought him more of my, you know, what I felt. Before you led me it, to the light. Before I led him to the light, yeah. And I'm like, this is not a good idea. I'm like, and I gave him all the reasons why. And thank God he's, you know, he stepped away and, and understood where I was coming from and knew that it wasn't the right decision for us right. because we were in, we were getting married that, you know, every decision was our decision at right. that point. Right. So. And it, it was just so important that in that moment that you stopped me mm -hmm. from taking what would have been a reckless leap of faith. Right. And that's what we want to really differentiate in Hammer Home is that there's a difference between a courageous leap of faith, a necessary leap of faith, and a reckless leap of faith. Right. And if you don't like really do your due diligence and really check into your heart and, and your gut and your intuition, and why am I doing this? Because I think ultimately comes that if you're taking that leap of faith, when it truly comes from your heart and your soul, then everything will work out beautifully. But if you're doing it from your mind, from your ego, from a place of fear, that if I don't do this, I'm not going to get what I really want. Yeah. Or I'm afraid of if I do this, what's going to happen? It could go wrong. It might not work out. And you're doing it from that place. I think that's when that reckless leap of faith really doesn't work out well. I always use the analogy. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Do your analogy. Then I'll um, go. Because, <laughs> you know, I love analogy. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like a necessary leap of faith is like you want to jump off a building with a parachute because like, you know, I want to experience what it's like to skydive. Right. And so you jump off the building. It was like a free base jumping or something like that. And then you pull the parachute and on the way down is scared because you don't know if the parachute's going to open, right? All the fear takes off. And then it opens up and you land. You're like, that was a great experience. I'm so grateful I did that. Reckless courage is like, you know, I want to know what it's like to jump off a building and you jump without a parachute because <laughs> you haven't thought it through. You haven't looked at all the other aspects and what was necessary. Or you just put a parachute on, you stuffed it and didn't understand 
how to pack a parachute correctly, how to pull the cord, when to pull the cord, and ultimately, because you didn't do your due diligence, it didn't work out. So it's really being able to differentiate between a necessary leap of faith versus a reckless leap of faith. Right. And I think one thing for me was this doing this podcast was a big leap of faith for me. And I think it's important if, if you notice all the leap of faiths that I talk about were our leap of faiths. And I think it's when you have somebody supporting you, it does make it so much easier to do. And this podcast was a leap of faith, as I said, because it's scary putting ourselves out there. We're pretty transparent and we talk about a lot of stuff, you know, and again, it's scary, but it's really knowing that we're doing this for a good reason and we are helping those that are listening hopefully and they're getting something from us and reson it's resonating with them so having the support and the knowing of the good that can come out of it was so helpful for us to really and for me to really be on board with this because we actually tried a podcast a while back but we i think recorded one episode and then that was it um so yeah when you have a support system there that really, really helps. Oh, 1000%. Like, you know, all those times and that where I wanted to take that leap of faith and coming to you and you not other than the Scientology, which were absolutely justified, but on those other times really supporting me and having my back enabled me to take that leap of faith much easier. Right. Because there were so many people around us. Like, what are you crazy? They're oh my still- God, his family, <laughs> his patients were like, oh my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, my friend, you know, don't you miss being a chiropractor? Don't don't you want you? Oh, you were so good at it. And I'm like, yeah, but it, it it wasn't my calling anymore. It served me to that point of my life, but I just felt unfulfilled. There was something in me that knew I I wanted to do more. I didn't know what it was, but that's where that leap of faith and you start moving in that direction and doors start opening and the universe gives you what you need to get to the next step, to the next step and the next step until you ultimately get to where you want to go. And it all works out and you look back and go, I'm so grateful. And that's really the message we yeah. want to you know, bring home today is that if there's something within you that you know you're struggling with and you know you need to take that leap of faith, do it. Because you'll look back, you know, I always say you're going to get to the end of your life and you're going to look back and in those moments and be grateful or are you going to look back with regret? And, you know, one of the things is I don't want to look back with any regret. I want to look back in that. Even if I made a decision that didn't work out because I felt it was right, that I'm glad I did. And I have no regrets, no regrets saying, well, I, right. I should have, would have, could have, you know, like as so I've learned. you do want to determine whether it's that reckless leap of faith or not, yeah. because you don't want to make a huge mistake in your life. And that's where having a support system, somebody you can talk to about it, somebody that can help you weigh the pros and cons, everything about it is, is really important. Yeah, 100%. And it's so yeah. important to have, you know, if you're not blessed to have a partner in your life, you know, friends, family, like people that you know and trust who truly know you, mm-hmm. like they're not here to tell you their right. agenda and what they think they should do based on their beliefs and how they see the world, but who truly sit and get into your world, who have empathy, who try and understand you and support you in making the best choice of decision that is right for you. Because the truth is nobody knows what is right and best for you other than you. And 
And you know, deep down, what's going to bring that joy in your heart. And that's what it's all about is living from your heart, feeling that joy and, and doing what you were meant to do or being how you were meant to be, or just being your true authentic, authentic self and how that looks in your journey. I agree. So yeah. Before I wrap it up, anything else you want to share? Um, no, this was good. I, you know, it's, it's an important topic, I think, because a lot of people do feel stuck and don't know where to go, what to do. And, and hopefully this resonates. Right. And, you know, we're talking about we're, we're in midlife, right? Maybe a little beyond. And, you know, we don't know how many days are guaranteed. So what is it that you want? You know, how do you want to improve your life? You know, yeah. what's what's that fear that's holding you back that's preventing you from taking that leap of faith. And, you know, that's really, you know, what we invite you to do this week is to really look at that, look at step out of your life kind of as an observer and just go, okay, where am I stuck? What's something that I know I should do, but I'm not doing, or, or what's something that I really want to do and I've been wanting to do for a long time, but I'm just scared. And then something that I'm doing that's not working for me that, I really should stop, but I'm afraid to. Yeah, I, I know. I know I need to make a change. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but it's like you said, it, it's comfortable. It, yeah. It's familiar. But then look at, you know, what's the cost of the next 10, 15, 20, yeah. 30, 40 more years in a world that that's comfortable, but doesn't really light you up. And, you know, again, that brings it home to, you know, why we do this is to really that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And it can get better with time at this stage of the game. Absolutely. So go ahead and, and take that mirror time and really get clear. And again, if you're stuck, there's something you're struggling with, or you're like, you know what, I want to take that leap of faith, but I don't know how to do it. Cause I'm really scared. I'm ter- terrified, you know, reach out to Please us. Reach out. Yes. You can always find our information on our podcast description, our emails, our social media information where you could DM us. We're always here for you. Yeah. And then really you're, you're not in this alone. So I promise you, if your heart is calling you to take that leap of faith and you do it, you're going to look back and you're going to be, it was because those two knuckleheads I listened to on that pod- podcast. <laughs> that and, Joe and Nat. Right, and, 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 it, and it's like, you know what? They, they might've known what they were talking about. So, um, so we love and appreciate you. We'll see you next week. All right, bye. God bless.